1: Hey, everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. Well, he narrowly beat out both Liz Truss and the famous live-streamed Head of Lettuce, but not by much. And what's really disturbing to me is Alex believes that you will get that joke. Kevin McCarthy is no longer Speaker of the House. We'll break that down. And what does that do for next year? We'll get into it <laughs> once Alex stops
0: laughing. I thought the lettuce thing was really funny, but we're obviously going to start talking about Kevin McCarthy. Could you explain just to folks who may not be
1: as in tune with you know, watching stuff that happens?
0: By your tone, you're almost suggesting that I explain it to you. No, no, no. I know exactly okay. what it is, but okay. I'm
1: just not sure how many people are paying attention to stuff in, in the UK. Anyway, go on.
0: So Liz Truss, train wreck of a prime minister. She lasted like six weeks, maybe five weeks. And one of, I think one of the Joker BBC channels decided to live stream ahead of Lettuce and see whether it would last longer, like whether it would start to wilt before Liz Truss. She resigned. Lettuce was still looking pretty good. So they declared the Lettuce the victory. I'm not sure a head of lettuce would last. What was it, nine, ten months, whatever McCarthy ended up lasting? But no,
1: it would. The head of lettuce would not have made it. McCarthy beat the yeah. head of lettuce. Well, cut. let's like let's at least give him that. At least give him well, that. I,
0: this is this is why I thought this one was so funny because obviously, and getting to get into the topic, he's no longer the speaker, and I had this whole fun show prep lined up. As you know, we were going to play a clip of Matt Gates that was kind of making fun of McCarthy. I was excited because he it was the one saying Joe Biden was eating McCarthy's lunch. And we were gonna kind of mess around with that. But they went and did it. He's gone. Joe, what do we make of all of this? Well <laughs> we've been saying for a long while they keep doing
1: the crazy. And and guess what? They they are still doing the crazy. Also, that this is getting dangerous. Um, and you know, that's clearly the case. I mean when when you let Matt Gates and and the crazies literally run out your speaker and we are we're still in the uh you know, you know we've got like 45 days to figure out the you know keeping the government open in the continuing yeah. resolution yeah you know what I mean to get the debt ceiling figured I mean it's just an insane time but of course they're going to do it um uh, you know it, it, McCarthy you know, and people are talking about, you know, they th- they threw him out, but people, you got to remember McCarthy's one of the 147 who voted to overturn the election. Right. You know, we who, should you know, not normalize Kevin in. McCarthy That yeah. is a bad idea. No, yeah. It, you know, how insane the whole thing is, it's the first time in history a speaker was removed. I mean, it's the first time. I, you know, Doug Jones, I was uh, at dinner with him a few nights ago, and he was saying, like, I'm, t- I'm really sick and tired of all this history that they're making. You know, the first time a president's been impeached twice. The first time he's been indicted, you know, 40 separate indictments, 91 counts. Um, the first time a speaker has been, in history, has been removed. Like, you know, we're making a, they're making a hell of a lot of firsts, but it's, it's just, you know, the, the United States has made a lot of history in this world. We've done a lot of incredible things. And now we're, now we're, the, the Republicans are 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 making the dumbest history on the planet. I mean, it's just incredible. So you got these eight Republicans who voted to remove him Gates, you know, Andy Biggs from Arizona, Ken Buck from Colorado, uh, Tim Burchett of Tennessee, Eli Crane of Arizona, Bob Good. There's what? Uh, that one confused Virginia. me, but oh the, yeah. Gosh. No, 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 that didn't confuse me as much as Nancy Mace of South. Carolina, uh, who, you know, has, has basically, you know, made her early career at trying to go on every cable show and talking about how, how she's the moderate, you know, sane Republican. Uh, and by the way, CNN and, uh, you know, they're embraced that yeah that they on there and bought it. And well, guess what? No, Nancy Mace is not, you know, they're all MAGA in the end, even those that, that voted the other way. P- p- by the way, Matt Rosendale, of Montana. They, 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 they're the eight. But you, you got to look at it. There's still that whole group that voted not to certify uh, Joe Biden as president that enabled all of this, including you know went the rounds of you know sixteen, seventeen votes, whatever it was to to vote McCarthy in, who who are. It, we used to talk about you know there was the the hostages and the hostage takers well we know who the 8 or 9 hostage takers are cuz they just but there's plenty of hostage takers in the group that voted the other way is all i'm trying to say right. it's they like basically it, it, it is now all MAGA, it's all crazy it's all insane um and the real insane thing is the gop talking points blaming democrats I mean, you just got to laugh at it. I mean, um, of course. And by the way, if we had voted, if Democrats had voted to save McCarthy, the, you know, the the MAGA crowd would be going crazy. I mean, it, it's, it doesn't matter. It, the whole thing about Democrats having anything to do with this is insane. Listen, folks, here's the the cold, hard truth to all these Republicans who are saying this stuff. Whenever there's a thing, vote for a speaker, the Democrats are going to nominate Hakeem Jeffries to be Speaker of the House. And every Democrat unified is going to vote for Hakeem Jeffries. The same thing. If you say we're going to vacate the speakership, they're going to vote yeah, because they're going to nominate Hakeem Jeffries and they're all going to vote for Hakeem Jeffries. That's how it works. What doesn't work and what is stupid and is insane is when you have 221 seats in, in the House of Representatives and you put a vote to vacate your Republican <laughs> speaker and then blame the Democrats for not voting again. No. Democrats are good they, okay, we're gonna have that that vote. Well, we're gonna do what we, we believe Hakeem Jeffries should be the speaker, not McCarthy. And you guys are doing such a bang up job of wrecking the country and stalling and stopping anything to help people that no, we we're, we we will uh nominate Hakeem Jeffries and and maybe Four or five people will come across. Maybe they won't, but you're the ones that have to hold your majority together. Not us. Don't blame us when it's your majority that's at civil war with each other and are doing this. You know. And by the way, no one's were. You know. They then they went off and took a week off. I mean, right. That's the other. That's the other. You know, with all this stuff going on, and now they've got a speakership fight fight where it looks like you know Jim Jordan is going to lead the um, no funding for Ukraine caucus. You know, if you, if, if he's the speaker, um, you know, he's going to make several promises. One of them will be no funding for, you know, for Ukraine, uh, among other crazy, you know, other things, but, um, it's going to be, it's going to be just a crazy fight. And in the end, uh, there's a whole lot of work for the people that is not getting done.
0: I thought Jonathan Allen at NBC had a good line. It's, the GOP armed its bazooka caucus, which is essentially what they yeah. did. Because remember, one of the things that start, everyone's going to say, well, Kevin McCarthy made all these deals. Well, the thing is, he lied about a lot of deals. And, you know, for, for not the least of which was impeachment, he made everybody mad, including the guy that he handed a loaded gun to when he became speaker and said, yeah. We'll make it so that one person can call a motion to vacate. And of course, that person being Matt Gates, who's never met a fire that he doesn't want to stoke. Like this was a a long time coming. Look, McCarthy just screwed this all up from the get-go. He, you know, he tried to
1: appease so much of the extremism, and then and then they came for him. You know, I mean, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, McCarthy tweets, bring it on. And so to Gates. And so they did. And then he says, you know, he'll never get up, give up. And then he does. Uh, He's not running again. He lied to both sides. I mean, he pissed off MAGA with the 45-day deal, and he pissed off everyone else by lying about impeachment when he said, you know, he wasn't going to do that. Funniest obit for his leadership that I've seen is a tombstone that says, here lies dot, dot, dot. You know, it's just... Really, you know, this was of his own. And it, it, by the way, it goes straight to whole, the whole problem of the party. They have appeased Trump and this crazy cult, and that cult is growing in the House. Now, you know, has devoured uh, devoured it. The, the speaker. You know, was it Lincoln Project that said the headlines today should be, quote, GOP shocked as face-eating leopards eat their faces? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: that's, but that's I what mean, but that's what know, this, this whole stuff- thing is, right? I mean, and this is why it's like it's a concerted message thing, but it's clearly that that's what happened. The leopards ate the faces and then they're kind of like, "Huh, let's just blame the Democrats." No. Yeah, no. No,
1: but you know, that. so look at who the choices are. I mean, so you you know, uh they're Yeah, they're great choices. I mean, really, really great ones. You got Steve—that sarcastic,
0: trippy voice coming on. I can tell.
1: (laughs) White, no white nationalist. Jim Jordan, who needs no introduction. You know, we'll see if anybody else who you know gets in who's serious about it right now. But there's no way that any either of those two are. I I think pretty unlikely any of any one of them get to 218 by next Wednesday. So this. this chaos is only going to continue.
0: Yeah. So a, a few a few follow-ups. One, a couple of good listener questions, and we got a lot of these, but Joe, is this good or bad for Democrats?
1: Uh, oh, I, I mean, uh, look, I think that there's a couple of things. One uh, is, you know, Rick Wilson pointed out uh, that, you know, it's seriously going to hamper the big dollar fundraising. McCarthy was incredible. At the amount of money that he was raising for these, you know, for these house seats to to get the majority, no one in this race,
0: no one can do that.
1: Can do that, not not the way he. he I mean, he built that up over years. So I, I think in the end, that's going to you know, have it have an impact. Uh, you know, and and we're talking about you know at a critical time going into the the twenty twenty four you know election. So I think that's that's one thing, uh, that's going to happen. The other thing, though, is, I think you know what I'm going to be. I said this this is something I want to be looking at. I, as you and I talk uh, repeatedly on the pod, um, not to pay too much attention to polls at this stage, but I'm kind of thinking that there's a good chance that Trump trial, the the civil trial, and the coverage of that matching up. At the same time, with this chaos in the house, with taking out uh, McCarthy uh, and now uh, ensuing civil war fight for leadership, those two things—I mean, the chaos of Trump, um, the the corruption of him, the chaos of of MAGA uh, controlling the House of Representatives—I'm going to be really looking um, at generic congressional votes to see you know if support for a democratic congress starts to edge up uh you know to widen the gap between of uh, the republicans in the house and the democrats in the house is who who uh the american people would like to see in the in the majority the reason i want to see i just want to see whether that happens or not if it doesn't happen it clearly again says which we know we're in, like the dogfight of you know forty-seven, forty-seven de- dead heat, et cetera. What would be really unusual about that, though, is that if it does widen a bit, is that that's not generally what happens going into you know you know into a presidential election year where the president's approval ratings are as low as they are, which everybody complains about, which. But we keep pointing out there's, they're basically where Obama's were and where Reagan, any incumbents been at this point. But generally, that would show that there's some separation and some and that people are starting to get that this MAGA thing is not just crazy, but, but it's dangerous. And, and I think those, those two things co- coincide. I mean, I know we always say, you know, another indictment, nothing's going to change. I got that. Uh, he's always going to hold on to his people, that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the in, independents, the mo- more moderate Republicans that are still left in that party and some others. Do they? Does, is this enough now that they start to move away from support, move away from the party in terms of thinking about the congressional vote? I, I'm really interested to see whether that happens. It's something we'll look out for. It's something that as we start to see polls come out, you, you and I can flag to, to folks and and one way or the other, that's going to tell us something. Because if it stays, you know, a, a dead heat, in, in, you know, in that generic vote, that that just tells us nothing ever is going to move these people. I mean, that we're just—it's just going to be, a, you know, that, that we're so tribalized and polarized that nothing is going to impact it. When you see this kind of craziness, and you see a president come out of court, former president come out of court every day and rant his ass off, and still. Are part of the he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, and these guys could destroy the you know Congress and hold it hostage for for however many days, and the budget hostage for however many days. When none of that moves you, if none of it moves people, then yeah, uh, uh, you know we've we've been saying it. Nothing we've been saying nothing will,
0: but if this doesn't, then nothing will. So and and he said no jury trial, but his rant yesterday was why don't I get a jury trial? It's like unbelievable. Yeah,
1: well, he didn't get a jury trial. Because he said he didn't want one.
0: He said his attorneys didn't check the box. Or they specifically checked no jury trial. It's not that they didn't check a box. They just they checked no.
1: Yeah, they said no jury trial. Right. Well, the, the thing I don't understand about that is what attorney would be, you know, I hate to cast aspersions, but would be so dumb as to not is to believe Donald Trump had a better shot with a judge than a jury. Was it because of the venue? You know it's like a P- I, I think it was PR because like
0: he gets to do this now. It gives him a platform to cast doubt on the whole process. I feel like it's a lot easier for yeah. for him to to sell the idea well, yeah, that there's because one correct jury, judge. If a
1: jury said he's guilty, right. yeah, then he's gotta do it. But I still think that's insanity, given what's at stake I mean, given that the judge can rule, you got to pay $250 million and sell your buildings. Uh, it, you know, take your name off the buildings. But is- like,
0: isn't it kind of the, that like you just keep doubling down and doubling down. Like at some point you are so broke because he's broke, but you're so in the hole that you just keep got to go and double or nothing and hope something hits. I mean, th- that's what this is. I don't know.
1: We'd ever know, you know, the Saudis may go buy Trump Tower off him for $3 billion
0: or something and, you know, pay he three could, times He could ask Jared for a loan. They already gave him $2 yeah. billion. So, okay, well, this yeah, brings that's I'm this brings you to know. a reader question that I almost wasn't going to ask, but you said his name first. I want to, we can, we can roll back the tape, throw the red flag. You definitely said Trump's name first today. How real, and this is from Ann in Kansas City, how real is it that he could be Speaker of the House? That's unreal. I mean, I
1: will. Will somebody be crazy enough to to nominate yes, him? Yes, someone already yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, no, but I mean that. Yeah, but but. Well, wait, wait. Let me ask a question here. No, the speaker can't pardon anybody. So no, he. That that kind of. Otherwise, I think he'd be very intrigued by the idea. Uh, if the speaker could, if he, if the speaker could pardon himself, I'm sure, I'm sure Trump would be very interested in the position. But otherwise, no, is that going to happen?
0: Truth Social post from this morning, which makes your point, Trump will do whatever it is necessary to help with the Speaker of the House election process, a Speaker who will help a new but highly experienced President, me, make America great again. He did not rule out whether it could be him or not, but that makes sense. He's not going to... No, like I said, if it
1: had pardoning power, he'd... I think he'd take it and he'd probably be campaigning his ass off for it if if it had pardoning power, but, um, it doesn't. I, so, uh, you know, I used to be a proponent, you know, that that could be a possibility back, you you know, a couple of, you know, right after he lost the the presidency that they might be insane enough to do that. They're definitely insane enough to try it, but it's not going to happen.
0: So other because I love when we do this, other news that came across when we were recording today, uh, new Alabama maps, Joe, which is kind of exciting. It it looks like the way it's been drawn, and I got to get these numbers right. I mean, it's literally happening while we're talking. The way the new district has been drawn, they took a very red GOP seat, uh, and they turned it into a, I think it's a 49-44 black plurality, and I think they went Biden plus 13. So that's got to be a, a huge pickup opportunity in a what will likely be a pretty tight race next year. Any anything catch your eye there? Well, they also reduced uh
1: the Democratic support or numbers in Terry Sewell's seat, I think, uh, which may make that uh, it's still very winnable, but more in jeopardy. Uh, you know, so it's sort of two seats that Democrats can win. Uh one. You know, Terry Sewell's seat should have been, you know, beyond question. I think, I still think it might be, but it's- It's reduced, a little closer. Yeah, uh, it had to come from somewhere. A little closer there. Yeah. And then this new seat, yeah, we, we've got a real shot there that would change. You know, that's a seat that that's, remember, <laughs> McCarthy only had four or five seats to mess with here and that that wasn't enough. And that'll be one of those seats. So that's good. And I think similar things can happen in other where the courts of um, you know are are looking at other uh districts that uh, that that could uh uh you know could really help uh gain another seat or two just because of what of the shenanigans and the crap that Republicans pulled in the last election when drawing the lines so uh no I that's why I'm still I'm very very um, bullish on uh, Democrats taking the house back. I think we're re and and again, this whole, uh, speakership fight is part of that. I mean, these, the, there are a bunch of Republicans in Biden districts that Biden won that, you know, are now part of the, you know, clearly part of the chaos. And, and and by the way, them, you know, they can claim they're moderate and all other stuff, but they, their vote, their votes decide who the speaker is. Their vote it, you know, enables MAGA, to, it, members of the House, to, to do the damaging things that MAGA does. In other words, like, it's not enough that, well, I voted against this or I voted against that. You, you know, if they're in the majority and the MAGA controls the House, as they have definitely showed in terms of taking out a, a speaker, by, by the way, why are they taking him out? Oh, because he kept the government open. I mean, you know, it's like, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think when you look at that, the, the, there are a lot of Republicans right now who are, in, who are trying to do this crazy straddle. Because I, like, I, love, I would love if somebody to stick a mic in every single one of their, their uh, faces and ask them, do you support MAGA? Because if they, and, and Gates and the craziness, because some of them are saying, you know, calling it out as crazy. Well, that's not going to help them with MAGA voters in their in their district. Right. So I, I just think that there's a, that straddle is going to be a very tough thing to pull off for most of them. We're going to pick up those seats. This Alabama uh, seat is, a, is a, another opportunity. There'll be more in uh, California, New York, and other places. Uh, and. I think we take the, the the house back. The Senate, much tougher map. And uh, but again, it's gonna be interesting to see how people start to respond to this because you can um, I could see people deciding that that MAGA is, I mean, that, that again, the MAGA crowd out there in the red hats is cheering all of this. Right. Uh, but the rest of America, the ones that 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 have been bleeding out of the Republican Party, I think, I think this the the chaos right now combined with Trump might be enough to, to at the congressional level. I'm talking about presidential. I'm still we know the tribalism polarizations there, but I think it might break uh, off enough votes that uh, even the Senate could be possible to hold it but that's the tough fight. That and, and the presidency are the tough fights right now.
0: In, in case anyone is not following Alabama as closely as we have over the years, uh, that new district is mostly, it's Southern Montgomery. It's it's a lot of Mobile. It's the second district. The interesting thing, by the way, Joe, two of our old, uh, call them frenemies, but I think the two two congressmen from down there are Barry, Barry Moore and Jerry Carl. And they're It would just be a real shame to have to have them run against each other for one seat, wouldn't it? I mean, that would just be a real shame.
1: Yeah, you'd hate to see that.
0: You'd hate to see that. Yeah. Couldn't happen to two better guys. Joe, we don't have time for a whole lot more today, but I did want, again, and this gets to the whole scene stuff break as we're recording, but I wanted you to have a chance to respond to the total idiocy from No Labels. I, I something about begging Democrats not to interfere i mean it's it's like comical at this point, right?
1: Yeah, it's like um no one first of all, no one's saying uh, that you they they can't get on the ballot. I mean not not me no or, one's here. Uh, yeah. yeah i mean even even Joe Biden said they have a right to file as a third party if they want. What we're saying is, if you do this, all the data, all the polling says you help Trump. And by the way, if you're doing this for the grandiose, you know, unity, independent reasons that you say you are, why would you keep hiding who your donors are? Just why don't you tell people who your donors are? And if you're helping Trump, why don't you say it? And by the way, you keep saying you don't want to help Trump. So with all the data and the polling, and we've done plenty of it that says and seen plenty of it, a lot of it independent, saying no labels. Helps Trump. That's the only, and there's no way to win. You can't win, but the one thing you can be or will be is a spoiler. And like, you know, they do have a right to run. They do. And I and others have a right to tell people, yeah, they're just helping Donald Trump. And then let the voters decide if that's how you want to play it. Uh, But here they are in Arizona, it turns out somebody is trying to get on is is going to run for office, a lower office as a no labels a member of the no labels party and no labels is saying is trying to block it saying no you can't run as no labels uh like we we're, we're deciding you can't you can't be our candidate well the the whole point is oh and and the other thing is we know that they're individually reaching out to people right, trying to and get saying them to we want you to be yeah. or yeah, trying to get them to run at the top of the ticket so there's no democracy here they're not holding primaries they're not they're not letting anybody vote for any of this they're hiding their money and who their money comes from and then they're going to they're recruiting their hand candidates a candidate for president and vice president you know and and then turning around and saying, why, you know, geez, the Democrats, the de- why are the Democrats uh, attacking us? Uh, it's all a Democratic plot. They're starting to sound a little bit like Trump there, but that's who they're helping. So that makes sense. But, it, you know, no. Why? Because you're helping Donald Trump, <laughs> right. so, which party do you think? Well, there, you know, I would expect that there won't be any MAGA Republicans screaming at you for doing this because they like it. They're probably a lot of them giving you money that you're hiding. So it's laughable if it wasn't so dangerous and reckless. And so look, you know, uh, uh, Citizens to Save Our Republic uh, is out there, Dick Gephardt and. Uh, Others have started that. We're helping, Alex and I help work on that. But I still believe the number one threat in the presidential level is the third, you know, will be the third party candidacies. I mean, whether it's uh, Cornel West, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, now threatening to run as an independent, maybe a libertarian. Uh, No labels for sure, because it'll be the best funded third party probably that I've seen since like. Ross Perot's candidacy in 92, 1992, dating myself again. But Ross Perot got like 19% of the vote, didn't win a single electoral vote. And we've seen repeatedly that one included. They're, they end up, all these third party candidacies end up being spoilers. And this one, no labels for sure, in all the polling says it's a spoiler that only helps Trump. So I'm going to keep saying that. I hope you'll keep telling your friends that, and we will wage whatever campaign we need to, to make sure the American people know that a vote for no labels is a vote for Trump. And they don't like that, but that's okay.
0: That, Joe, is a very good place to end.
1: Okay, thanks everyone for listening to That Trippy Show. A reminder that this podcast will always be free with support from our advertisers, and we're, we're glad we have them. And we hope you can enjoy some of their products too this podcast is part of resolute square check out the latest at resolutesquare.com trippy please subscribe to that trippy show leave a review on apple or wherever you listen if you have a friend that you think might like to listen please send them a link or or or, you know or or help them find us you can always send us a question to that trippy show at gmail.com or leave us a question and review on iTunes. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. Take care.